Welcome to The Privy. I am Courtney, here with a familiar face again this week, second week in a row. This has never happened before. Right. They just can't see my face, but it might be a familiar voice. Well, actually... Oh, shoot! That's right! (laughs) There is video here. Um, We are doing it big Um, these days. Um, Go to YouTube, um, look up The Privy Podcast, and you'll see the footage of this episode that was a good plug you acting like you didn't know i think you just i actually (laughs) didn't oh i remembered that it was recorded but then i was like how can i be a smart ass to him this is connor by the way hello hello everybody (laughs) (laughs) connor just celebrated his birthday um 21 anniversary of my 21st yeah wait 21 anniversary of your wait it was an anniversary of my 21st birthday got it i was gonna say 21 21 that's 42 (laughs) You look good. We've but celebrated you're... <laughs> several 21st birthdays at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Oh, oh my gosh. It was so fun. Like we started on Saturday night and without boring everybody with the details, but was out until five and then we kept going on Sunday all night and we, you know, wrapped it up with the final, actually with you, with the final recording of the NYC podcast, yes. which I really hope that you get to be, you know, your priv- the Privy podcast gets to be on that. So all you viewers out there and listeners, we will, well, I know Courtney will see you next year. At the NYC Podfest. Well, I guess since you brought that up, we're going to just talk about that briefly. Oh, we should actually. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? How was it? It How was, was fun. Sh- it yeah. was fun. Yeah. Um, not what we expected. Or not what I expected. Not what I expected either. Whatsoever. But that nope. also comes with going to a show uh, which we both had never listened to. <laughs> this is accurate. Yes. I mean, to be honest, I listened. Should we actually say who it was? Um, Should we? Nah. Nah, we, no. we won't. We well, won't. I guess I already kind of gave a clue with where the fight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they can figure it out. But um, um, we weren't big fans of uh, the content. I guess it just wasn't. We know that one of the individuals was super jet lagged, and I don't know if they even prepared, which is partially the magic of it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of with, you know, the way that we get to discuss what we've been, what uh, is going on in pop culture in, yeah. our, in our community, because uh, we all have opinions on it, but when there isn't really any. And the, um, it was almost like long, long form improv. Yeah. I really felt, I was thinking about that last night while I was consuming more or less all of the Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I like how you like paying over to the camera everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, afterwards, watching an episode of Grace and Frankie. I love that you love that so much. Oh my gosh. I'm on season four. Season five should be there in post-production of it now. I very much love Grace and Frankie. I do. It's a good show. It is absolutely good. But what about you? What did you think of last evening's Um, event? Very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't say too much without giving it away, but (laughs) I was looking for a little bit more depth in, in, I guess you could say, characters or who they were and how it relates to the LGBTQ community, and I did not get that, but maybe one day. Which might not be their stick. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's their focus. Yeah, Yeah, because they're too. Wow, I'm just going to give it all away, aren't <laughs> yeah, I? But yeah. I don't, giving them the, ben- the benefit of the doubt, I don't think it's what they were there for. Right. You know, and I think we placed, we projected what we thought it was mm-hmm. because we had went in with no context, which is on our. Yeah. Well, our I fault. did tell you, I did listen to one episode. I know, and I listened to the first 10 minutes of one. Um, And <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll just move on. So earlier you were talking about Grace and Frankie. 
which right, is on which Netflix. Is not on Netflix, and there's this other documentary that was actually it was released in 2017. Was but, it really? Yeah, but I don't think it was on Netflix at that point. Okay, but it might have been. Um, anyway, sorry if my voice is a little on the husky side. I decided to take up smoking 20 years ago. Um, no, actually, I was screaming. Boom, that was a <laughs> terrible job. I was like, what? <laughs> We're screaming just a little bit this weekend, so I'm a little on the raspier end. We will let you off uh, on this fly one. with that one. No, um, but the documentary we were talking about is The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. Yes. So you saw it last night. Last night and today, I, because I fell asleep after 20 minutes. Like I was getting tired and I wanted it to be in there. So I just finished So you the, didn't find it that engaging? Or am I. Don't do okay, that. No, 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 no. Okay. I was very tired. <laughs> Thank you. Were, you. We, we left. Like the thing ended it. Like 11. 11, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I watched the first 20 minutes and then I finished it almost probably like an hour ago. Okay. Yeah, oh, when did you wake up today? That's you, you realize this after 3 p.m. Yeah. Today. Yeah. I finished in an hour. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So you could have uh, woken up at 3. So anyway. So it's um, a documentary by David France. And... um. It follow it, it. It's supposed to be about you know the death of Marsha P. Johnson, right. who was a um, an influential figure in the transgender movement mm-hmm. that also was occurring around the time, or w- was also part of the gay liberation, the gay liberation movement, yeah. movement which, which is now Gay Pride, right? Which we will be celebrating fifty years come twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Because that was sixty nine. Stonewall was in sixty nine. Wow! Yeah, so that's why at some establishments you see like the forty nine in the yeah. heart. Yeah. Uh, that's because this is year forty nine. Wow! Um, of that, I actually have some older friends who have already booked their hotel. Um, of twenty nineteen, wow. staying down in the village, which is a neighborhood that I just recently have more or less more discovered. Yeah. You know, not just around West Forth and Christopher Street, but like even further west, west by the water. Yeah. Especially this past weekend. Which but, is you see a lot of the like footage from mm-hmm, in the documentary from mm-hmm. that area. Actually. And a lot of that footage had never been released previously. And um I don't know if you've ever seen certain document documentaries where it's like you see the footage and you're not necessarily sure if it's real yeah. or you know can you just put a filter over it right. how the, like the new Instagram filter where you can make it look right. like it's a mm-hmm. uh, actual film shot but anyway um so what I want to hear what you have to say first <laughs> I do. about I I know I always put it on you first. I absolutely loved it. I was so I felt like it was so moving, so powerful. Um it, part of me Should we give a brief plot synopsis? Like you without, go ahead, Okay, okay. Go ahead. Um so you whether or not synopsis. Okay, yeah. I sorry, I meant to go there first. Um give you guys a little bit of a context. So I would suggest seeing it. It's an hour and forty five minutes. It's on Netflix. If you don't have um uh a subscription Contact us. <laughs> Courtney will give you his. Oh, oh, well, I know. Because <laughs> I don't use my own. <laughs> when I'm using me either. When you I... don't. <laughs> We're pulling a Jimmy Fallon so or whoever from the Oscars a few years ago. Can you um, please not contact me? Contact your <laughs> local <friend>. service provider <laughs> yeah, yeah. who may be your best friend who exactly. subscribes to Netflix. Exactly. Anyway, so this synopsis. Um, I actually read a really good New York Times article about it. Um, and they summed it up pretty well because I also agree with what they have to say about how it was somewhat um, – they tried to accomplish too much. Mm. So 
you know, you, you read in the title, The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. And so the whole documentary follows a very, very strong individual. Victoria Vic- Cruz. Exactly. From Victoria the, Cruz. Yep. And she is transgender. Mm-hmm. And she's part of the anti-violence project. Correct. Um, and so it's almost like she's going on a scavenger hunt of sorts. But to find out more about this, her death, mm-hmm. um, Marsha P. Johnson's death. And um, so she, she was – we. Spoiler alert, by the end of the documentary, you still don't find out how she right, died. Right. But um, police negligence led it to suicide. They listed it as a suicide. Um, but a lot of her friends and a lot of the community were um, very convinced that it was something otherwise. Um, so she had been found in 90, um, 92. July the 6th, I think it was. Right, yeah. right, of 1992 by mm-hmm. the Christopher Street Pier. Mm-hmm. And um, they had found her in the water, mm-hmm. and they had pulled her up and had noticed a gash on the side of her head, mm-hmm. which an autopsy, which was also, like, it was really captivating. Yeah. The the the, the documentary itself, like, kept me engaged oh, yeah. the entire Absolutely. time. But back to the whole New York <clears throat> Times thing is that it almost tried to bite off more than it could chew because mm. there were so many stories where really they just could have followed Victoria the entire time, but then it got into the whole Riviera or is that her name? Sylvia Rivera. Sylvia, yeah, thank you. Sylvia Rivera, mm-hmm. who was almost more of a player than Marsha. And I know there might not I be. I never even thought of it that way. There might not be a whole lot of footage actually of Marsha. And now, you know, give me an eye roll if you want. But I thought that um, Sylvia was more of a an influence oh. than what Mar- who and what Marsha stood for from the documentary. Interesting. And it's because I mean because Sylvia has been gone for a while. Two thousand since two thousand two. Right. She passed away a while ago, ten years after mm-hmm. Marsha, and we just have more mm-hmm. on Sylvia, and then it just it really gives you an eye into the life that. She and I'm sure there were many others had to lead, especially over on the west side and walking around the west side, right. especially by the piers and the beautification. Right. And I say that in quotations because it removed the beautification process of, um, oh, who was Mayor Giuliani or who was Bloomberg. I think Bloomberg was before Giuliani, who really spearheaded a lot of that west side cleanup yeah, yeah. here in the city. Mm-hmm. and. Cleanup also means that you're um, removing the detritus yeah. and removing the individuals who called that home, the home, the street people. Yeah, which is something that a phrase that I heard in Wild Wild Country, another Netflix documentary, that I was like, that does not sound politically correct. Yeah, street people, but homeless individuals who lived there and who made that side yeah. of town who were qu- usually queer. Transgender, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. gay, like the all in rejects of society at the time. Right, right. And it was very interesting what you saw of Sylvia and what she did. She was a radical. She was very oh much my a gosh. radical. I don't think it necessarily makes her any. And I know you, you're not saying she's any more significant. It does. What was your? What did you say exactly? She was seemed like more of the leader. Yeah, I than think- Marsha. Do you think if she if I think it's hard to compare. I feel like 
yeah, she was the radical, but Marsha was the woman of the people. Like, she was the one of the people. Like, she seems like the local celebrity that everyone loved and adored. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like... Like, people knew I, her. I, I hate to go here. I mean, they make comparisons of her being, like, the Rosa Parks of mm-hmm. the LGBT movement but she just seems like the one the helping person not to say sylvia wasn't she just seemed like nurturing mother whereas sylvia was like the mother but like yes and like you said a radical um yeah i don't really mind how they incorporated sylvia because they both were so instrumental Mm -hmm. during that time i felt like you and they were friends so Mm -hmm. i felt like you couldn't speak about one without speaking about the other but it does now like hearing your perspective is very interesting that you and I would love to read that article about taking off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because they were that, doing a lot. Right. And then they there was that whole trial with the the guy who had killed the transgender Elon Nettles person. was the victim. Islam yes. Nettles. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Am I saying Islam? May she rest in peace. And, um, you know, he only got 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Islam it Nettles, instead yeah. Of, instead of murder, it was manslaughter. Yeah. For tw- like 12 years. Because they pled that fear case. Yeah, panic. Panic, the, panic, the panic yeah. excuse yeah. or something, which like, See, what? I didn't really mind that. I just wish... The inclusion of that little part in it? I mean, I didn't mind that because it, it kind of brought it to somewhat present day. I don't mm-hmm. know when they actually recorded the, or actually shot the film, uh, or the documentary, rather. I mean, still, it was um, either, fif- it was probably 15 or 16 as opposed to 02. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it was them trying to not illustrate, but really express how much things haven't changed that much. Going back to her record Mm. that was not able Mm. to be found. I see, um, yeah. Going back to negligence on the government and negligence on the the police police. department. Mm -hmm. um, Still, even in 2013, there's still somewhat of a negligence, of an ignorance, of a... Mm -hmm. I remember one statement. Um, kind of batting a blind or eye. Or someone, out. yeah, someone made a comment in the um, documentary relating Marsha to like any other like hero or figure, and how means would have been put into the investigation of her mm-hmm. possible homicide, which mm-hmm. was on the medical report, which was circled a possible homicide. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, which took was that on the autopsy? That was, sure that, was the, uh, yeah, that was on the what autopsy, it? which also took was really difficult for yeah, um, Victoria. Victoria to obtain. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was captivating. I mean, I wouldn't, I, David. I wouldn't mind if you you know actually developed this into more of like a mini series as opposed to an individual mm. film, because I think that there's so much to unpack in it. Yeah, I do appreciate the title, the death and life of Marsha mm-hmm. P. Johnson, because it's definitely. I mean. Debatably, I would just say it should be called the death of Marsha P. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Because it's more focused on her death. Yeah, and, and trying to f- find a, po- a plausible cause. Yeah, of death. Yeah, but there wasn't a whole lot about her life so much. I don't know. Keep going. No, <laughs> keep going. You were talking. No, because I completely bulldozed you. No, I think I was done. Were you done with that? I was basically done with that. I think I wanted to ask you, why do you think, for me, it was such an eye-awakening moment in terms of history. Like you, for me, I've never been a a big history person when it came to school or anything like that. But um, (laughs) I just had a really bad teacher. I did not enjoy. (laughs) I'm not going to blame it on the teacher. I just was not interested. (laughs) I just was not interested. But 
gives you so much wisdom as to like where you're from, where you come from. Like there will be no preview podcast without like exactly. those people of yeah. a Marsha P. Johnson and a Sylvia. Wait, did I say Sylvia, Sylvia Rivera. Rivera? Yes, I was about to say Sylvia Johnson. Like that's not accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stories have never been told to me, nor have I ever like I. I I last the first season of the preview podcast we actually kind of covered it and we like kind of breezed over it, uh, Marsha P. Johnson. But I never knew the impact. I never knew they were a part of the, the gay liberation movement, movement yeah. at the very beginning, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and they were so instrumental in it. They started this um, house called the Star House, I believe it was. Star, yeah, yeah, um, where they helped um, youth or homeless kind of like queer kids that were coming out and stuff like that and right. I think it was around for like three to four years yes. and they were responsible for that um, and now you have present day like the Trevor Project and things very similar to that 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 mm-hmm. comes from so mm-hmm. there's a lot of history that was impact like that was all included um, in that well, documentary it, that I found just so fascinating that has never been told before right. even Marsha P. Johnson um, as a one, as a transgender woman of color I don't know if it's transgender tra- a lot they refer to themselves as transvestites which I thought was a a I was, slur, which really confused me. I was super confused because I don't know how to actually cla- how they would like to be classified yeah. because there were several videos in which Marsha wasn't done up. Yeah, and yeah, it, and where Sylvia was always was always yeah at least feminine identifying except for for when he was out on the or she was out on the pier you remember a homeless there were a couple of with the long hair when she had the long hair smoking right right do you think this is so oh god this is i know this is a random thought (laughs) i gotta bring it back i know but she had like this mole she had a no she had a huge mole up here and then once she was taken into that house where she was working for the church you know and she's like i got the keys to the church or whatever Um, the mole was gone. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh my gosh, it was huge. Yeah. Well, I noticed it, but I didn't realize it was gone afterwards. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Random side notes from yours truly. Why, <laughs> why do you think, and this may be just my own ignorance, going back to the point I was making about like never having seen footage or not knowing much about it, why do you think they haven't been discussed or more heavily talked about in the past? Or am I just living under a rock? You're not no, no. Okay. Um, okay. But I am in the same boat as you, wondering why. But at the same time, we are the G of LGBTQ, yeah. and they are the T. Yeah. Slash the Q and plus. Which brings up another thing. Did you hear the guy on the documentary saying how? Um, alluding to gays, he was talking to gays, like how everyone was out marching for equality and and gay marriage, but where are they now? And this was back in 2000 and I think it was 13 because it was around the trial. It was outside of the trial Mm -hmm. of um, Islan Nettles. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think about that? Because I do think that gays, lesbians, I do think we could support the movement a little bit more. I don't think we do enough. Oh, completely. Myself included. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, admit my ignorance. I mean, I have several friends who identify, um, I guess, more or less genderqueer as opposed to trans. them, they are. Um, Yeah, the the whole them, they movement. And um, this person has continually worked with me to understand it. And it may be something that I may never... Well, I would hope to understand it yeah. one day, but it's one of those things where 
you may not understand it ever because you're not in their shoes. You're not in right, that person's shoes, right. but you can at least empathize. Absolutely. And understand at least where they're coming right. from. You don't need to, uh, I don't I can't remember what I was going to say. Are you feeling okay? Do we? <laughs> no, I am definitely hungover. Uh, but you don't need to. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> a mess. <laughs> a hot mess. I know. It is getting hot in here. Actually, it's probably just me. So yeah. Some yeah. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's something that could be a little bit more mainstream to try and – because they aren't – everything kind of got in that whole the, – in the gay liberation. I mean, look what it's called. The gay liberation. Yeah. It's yeah. not the LGBTQ li- liberation. Do we yeah. need do we need a trans liberation? Is that some sort of movement? Because even now, Trump a few weeks ago, or maybe even la- it might have been as early as last week, recently as last week, that he released an ordinance that said no trans individuals can be in the military right. because of an ex- a health expense. Right. The government unwilling to pay for their health expenses. Yeah. And it's like. Really? You're not going to let somebody fight for our country, but you're going to let individuals work the system and work, yeah. get welfare yeah. without doing anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to say that now I sound bad because I just grouped a lot of people in, um, but still, they're going to fight for our – they're willing to lay down their lives yeah. for our country, and you're not going to give them the rights afforded to everybody else, i.e. health care, living, what have you. No. Anyway, so I think that's my my ignorance, our ignorance of the trans movement, and something that I think I, I get those women back on here. <laughs> what, what, what are their names again? Shout out to Jamie Costello. I was actually just texting her because I um, posted something on my personal Instagram and she commented on it about the Marsha P. Johnson mm. and she mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. like a huge fan. She said she's watched it twice and Ela Lorraine Johnson. Um okay. Marsha P. Johnson. How crazy hey. is that? I just realized that. Um can't wait to meet them. Yes, I will definitely have them on again. One last thing before we move on. Do you remember when Sylvia Rivera was being booed at the Yeah it was the and Washington uh, Square Park. Yes, uh nineteen ninety-three? Was it nineteen ninety three? Washington Square Park. Anyway, regardless. No, it was earlier because it was black and white footage. 1970. Are you talking about when she had the, the dark roots and she started that whole trend before anybody else knew about it? <sighs> Where she got up and was like using her Staten Island accent. Yeah, and, and like, like getting at Yeah, people finger were pointing at everybody. What was that about? I, did, I never went back so to So she, do... what she wanted was the gay movement to also support, support gotcha. the trans okay. movement. Yeah. Because yes, we have fought as a group, have fought for you to get these rights in effort or in hopes that we would also, we being the T, would get something with you. Right. But it still seems like there's even a stigma still there and we're not moving forward like you have. Right. So help us. Yeah. That's why. That's why she was wagging her finger at everybody, and that's why everybody was booing at her because she was not. She was calling them out. Yeah, that was pretty powerful. Nobody wants to be called out on a day of celebration. That was pretty powerful, though. Like I, I had no idea that like she was like being booed. People were like, yeah. I mean, people weren't throwing things, but like they might as well. It was very because they also tried to not get her on the stage. Yeah, she was like, screw this. I'm going out and making that very fascinating because I would have never known about that like rift between. But I'm also super interested, too. Like, when you watch the parade, 
you have it's not just like the gay pride parade it's pride yeah yeah which i think is a colloquialism now it's no longer it's just yeah. pride yeah you know and that's why we've got the rainbow yeah and you see everybody all shapes all sizes all colors all genders whatever yeah um and it's so fun i'm super excited <laughs> I can't with you. Um, I know, now I'm uh, now I'm daydreaming about Pride because I already have my outfit. So um, moving <laughs> on. Um, moving now, on speaking the- of though, um, with the whole LGBT thing. So, um, what's her face, Abby from what's her her last name again? From um, oh. Broad City, which I absolutely Abby have Jacobson. Seen? Yes, thank you, Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer amazing comedians was it you that told me that you loved it so much yeah okay i really like that to watch show it. not a fan yeah no I, I, I think a lot of people i think it's a, a hit or miss with people because right. it's a specific type of comedy right and i find them just so funny but i also know it's because they're characters especially alana glazer's character now um alana got married to a man <laughs> a few years ago it's- Okay, go ahead. Don't worry, this is getting back to actually okay, I was about a to point say, without being too much on the gods at the end. Um, you know. I know which one's which. Okay, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> also their characters are the same names. Um, and so Alana got married a few years ago to a man. But it's on the it, on the show, it's funny because her character is more is more bisexual. Okay. You know, because she always makes like these jokes about how she wants to have a threesome with Abby or she'll be, it's just, it's so funny. Certain things that occur where she tries to bring Abby in and Abby's just super uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, Abby just released a statement uh, about how she is attracted to both genders, all genders. Should I say all genders? No, well, it says bisexual, so I, Okay, okay. I, well, yeah, so. Who is that on your phone? That's my niece. Can you? <laughs> I cannot with you. I absolutely cannot. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no, no. So what? What? Um, so that happened just earlier today. Like, oh, that was today. Oh, honey, that was. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw it on um, I it the was... Advocate earlier today, but I didn't know it was that recent. I it, thought was it was like, like today. Friday. Oh, no, it was, it was today. Okay, okay. And then after that, an Olympic diver, Robert Paez. Yes, from I'm Venezuela. Paez. It's one. Pice. Oh, excuse me. Because I know somebody who has that same last name. Okay, Pice. Pice. Um, no, no, you have to have like a little Pice. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, Olympic I wish for... I knew another language. Anyway. <laughs> um... I know Latin. It's dead, though. Um, Both of them came out recently. Right. At, I mean, we... he came out as gay. Like, and she came out as, as bi. Yeah. Um, again. Okay. Go. Get it. Get it. I was just about to ask you Is a question. Is it bad if I, like I don't you... care? I always, I kind of told you that as well. I have a friend, Alex Lester. Shout out to you, Alex. Um, yeah, I don't know who you are, but go. You do know Alex. You saw him on Saturday. Oh, that's his last name? Alex Le- I know, I do use the first and last name. Okay, Alex okay. Um, oh my gosh, hi. <laughs> I can't get out <laughs> with you. Anyway, we talked about this one day as to how it is still needed for pe- for youth especially or people who are uncomfortable with with, with being their authentic selves mm. to see someone just just in the more public out, yeah. out, out the public eye, eye to connect with mm-hmm. but then at the same time when will we when will we get to a point where coming out is not needed you know right. where it's just like cool 
Well, not cool. It's just well, it's part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like authentic. Hi, I have brown eyes. I I don't, but okay. I guess I should say I have blue green eyes and I'm gay and I'm blonde. You know what I mean? I well earlier today. Yeah. Anyway. So we don't care about that. Okay. So moving on. No, we do. Wait, 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 wait. Oh well, basically. I guess I would say if they did something with that, if so, if they did something with their coming out, if their coming out wasn't just to say yes or no, like I want follow up. Why? Why is this? Why is this necessarily important for you to publicly declare this? Is it because you want to be an advocate? For mm. the community, I'm kind of surprised that you're coming at me like this. I like this. Oh, thanks. No, I like this because I, you know, we talk about responsibility. I love the conversation. I always come back to this, and I don't know why, but yeah. And I'm surprised that you're taking that stance. Um, I, on the other hand, oddly enough, I'm okay with it. I think it, it's like a release. It's like a something they've been dealing with for so long. Him being in the being to two Olympics now, 2012 and 2016, uh-huh. Summer Olympics, uh-huh. um, and her kind of living her life publicly from Broad City, I think it it's probably like a relief, like a chip off their shoulder type of thing. Not yeah, chip off that their they shoulder. don't have to worry. And I guess especially... And it's just out there. Mm-hmm. It's no speculation. Mm-hmm. It's just out because there. So I don't mind it. And it's a lifestyle with which I am not familiar because I'm not somebody famous. Yeah. So somebody like this guy in Venezuela, I'm sure... Yeah. is very well known mm-hmm. and Abby is also a very well known comedian and now actress mm-hmm. but um it, then I see that if you're getting all of the tabloids you're getting all of these things about people who don't even know you and I think it actually requires thicker skin to do what they've done okay okay then to just be like I'm going to live my life and it doesn't matter what you say yeah it's almost it's not so much. It's a thicker skin and yeah. it's a big old middle finger I to would... everybody who needs to get money from selling an article of gossip of are they or are they not yeah. or what are they? Well, I would say I'd recommend to so anyone trying to come out. Pregnancy. Um, I would just. Why don't they just come out like come out holding hands with another like man or like uh like just show up somewhere like mm. being. In, who they are? Not intimate. Yeah, just being who they are. I like to your original point. I don't understand why the. I don't know what if they part, broke up part with of that me, person. Yeah, but still, like, yeah. just live your life. If you just put it out yeah, there and live yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So if you, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what song comes. That, that was that was that song. I, I know what song oh, you, you were do. trying okay, to. Okay. Um, so. I obviously am not a singer. And. Um, Courtney you just is, made, you should you, hear him saying. No, you should not. Um, you <laughs> definitely brought my concentration. I don't know what I was saying, oh, but um, congratulations to them for coming out. Yeah. Round of applause for them. That's a terrible applause. <laughs> like, a terrible. It's a mix of the applause of um, my vocals and uh, my snaps. So it's poetic. Got it. Poetic okay. and crowd pleasing. So moving right along, <laughs> we did not cover something last week that right. I wanted to get into. Right. You have to tell me all about it. I have not clicked on any articles because it does not pertain to me because I don't have the app. Okay. Go. Neither do I. <laughs> but I know a lot of people who do. Grinder. Yes. And as part of um, 
their profiles, individuals can identify whether or not they are HIV positive or negative. Mm -hmm. And they can freely do it. It's not a a necessary part of it. And um, what Grindr did is released that information to whomever, healthcare providers, um, any anybody who is willing to buy that information from them. Mm-hmm. And so the founder of Grindr recently released some um, an apology, apology yeah. saying, we hope we can regain your trust. Now, the thing is, you put that information out yeah, on I, there. Yeah, yeah. It's a profile. Facebook does the same thing. Yeah. Google knows what you've searched for. So you, they can direct ads towards or um, curb ads ads to um, meet what you've been searching for. That's so the fact that they're selling that information, I find it highly inappropriate because yeah. it is confidential information. But if you're willing to get an app and put yourself out there basically to hook up with somebody, to have sex with somebody, to do whatever – I know that's a, necess- a necessary thing to understand, are you or are you not, but that can be done in a different format. That can be done privately. It doesn't need to require um, a uh, – it doesn't need to be a predecessor to swiping or whatever it is there. Is it swiping or – No, it's what? Tinder. I don't know what – I, think I don't know how you contact yeah. – it's just – okay. Um, but whatever it is, like – you can start a conversation and then ask them because if you're meeting up with somebody on the street or somebody at the club, it's not like somebody has – it's not a yellow star. Okay, that was really bad. That so, was bad on my end and related to that. But it's not an identifying point that needs to be known right away. Right. Unless you're just going up to somebody and be like, I want to have sex with you. Do you want to have sex with me? Are you this? Are you that? Well, I had an episode about this with a friend of mine, David um, Duran, who... Okay. um, Of Duran Duran. And, (laughs) um, and... I don't even know my point. You are really just throwing me off my game. And I'm the one who's hung over. (laughs) No, you're just throwing me off with these. um, David Duran. Okay. David Duran. Mm -hmm. um, We're talking about the responsibility does the HIV person have the. Of disclosing that information? Yes. And I do think it, he actually made me see it. I think it's up to whomever. It's It's a two sided conversation. While I do still find it slightly more responsible for the person with HIV to disclose the information, I do think it is just as much the responsibility of the other person to ask, at least, if if it is a concern to you, you need to ask. Mm-hmm. But um, it also depends on how and the method of disclosure. Right. Because I don't – I just don't think it needs to be out there for the world to see. And if you're on – Grinder on any sort of dating app or public profile. I mean, I would consider it the same thing as putting quite, it on Facebook. What else I was thinking about when you were talking about? Because I know fa- Facebook is pretty public. Depending on you what your settings go, are. You can go, yeah, exactly. You can go on Google someone and their Facebook profile will come up. But can you do that with Grinder? I don't think you can. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not like Which that I makes it. Re- I mean, you, I think you have it, to have the app. Yeah. And so you're putting. It has to be in there. Uh, they have to have an agreement. You know, like all apps have agreements. Yeah. So and it you, has to be in their privacy agreement of like you're 
putting this information in our hands. And we understand that you expect us to keep it private, but we are a, a profit-generating app. Do you think that everyone calling to boycott it or get off Grinder was um, valid? Not valid, but do you think it was called for? A lot. Of, I saw a lot of people on my social media saying to ban it. Uh, one psycho um, therapist, Nick Fogger, who was actually mm-hmm. on the. Um, I hope I pronounced his last name right. I hope I did. Anyway, um, he was on the podcast last season as well. Okay. I saw him post something about it. I saw them post something about it. Various people posted things about it. Them actually was, I didn't actually open their article. I don't think they were like just like like trying to like ban it. But I saw a lot of other accounts that were saying ban um, Grindr, delete it from your phone and like not support do you think that that was it's not like a valid case because you do no, decide because, to put your information on the yeah i mean it's shame on both parties yeah they should not have released that information but then also and i don't care how much slack you get on this podcast but you put the information out there to begin with so they sh- both sides are at fault yeah i mean i think the app owners are idiots for doing that and it was completely uncalled for um and i'm definitely not saying that the individuals who are on the app deserved it yeah but you just gotta be careful with what you put out there and if you're conversing with somebody and you see that it's going to go somewhere then yes you are obligated to make that statement because that's a huge that's a very big health risk yeah that's all i have to say i think and on that note, mm-hmm. that's it. We're out of time. Oh, sh- really? Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah, my we gosh. Well, I just love talking with you all the time about these things. <laughs> so thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I apologize for this sultry voice of the day. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> you know what? You know who doesn't get thanked? thanked? Wow. wow. Actually, you may have thanked him. This fellow over here. Oh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt. Say thank you to Matt, mm-hmm. everyone. <laughs> hey, as he bows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Matt for making all of this possible. Mm-hmm. The recording here that we've been looking at a lot more than we've ever done before <laughs> this video recording, um, which is Hello, hilarious. Um, where can people find you? Um, me? On social you? media. You. Well, they don't need to find me. They'll find, they'll find Privy Podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. So hit us up at the Privy Podcast. <laughs> he doesn't want to yes. be found. Um, I'll link it <laughs> no, in the bio. <laughs> You'll eventually find me. Look at look at Courtney's or look at the look at Courtney's uh, Instagram. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh god! Um, send hate mail Courtney's way. <laughs> no, send it all Connor's C- way. Courtesy of Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is another episode of Connor's Corner. Yes, all thank our you pop for coming culture, to Connor's Corner. This Vulture Insider, which we will be going to a Vulture Festival. Soon. Yes, I'm it's super in. They, they released the dates. It's in May. It's uh, middle of May. Okay. Super excited. Usually, it's down in meatpacking. They really haven't released anything yet. So okay. Very excited about the events um, that we'll, you know, we'll we'll peruse through them because they always do an amazing job of hosting a lot of stuff. Got it. Yeah. So we'll we'll pick and choose, and we hope to see you there. Awesome. And always, we're on all social media platforms at thepreviewpodcast.com. Um, check out our Instagram page. I just started like posting it uh-huh. to it, and yeah. it's like great. All my content is amazing. Thank you. It um, is, and guess what? There's a website coming. <laughs> There's a website. You may just I wake wasn't up. even going to bring it up this week because I just feel like every time and beating a dead we're horse, clo- it's coming. we're close, we're closer, we're closer. God, but it does not feel like it, but it is coming. We will see you, and you can hear yes. us again next week. Yep, over and out.
<laughs> Bye, everybody.